Welcome to Kylie Mentors Moms, a podcast where you can feel empowered in your role as a business owner and a mother. I'm your host, Kylie Ann, a mom of three and wearer of all of the hats. Let's get started. Okay, so today we have Katie on the podcast today. I'm super excited about this because we have been starting to kind of talk about money. And so a couple weeks ago, we started with like mindset, money mindset stuff, because I wanted to prep you guys for these topics that we're going to have about like prepping for taxes and planning your revenue and all these things. So I found Katie, she reached out to me actually like a month or so ago to help her answer some questions about um, some stuff she's working on. And I was introduced to her and I thought she'd be the perfect person to bring on and talk about money with us and talk about bookkeeping and talk about planning for taxes and all these fun, not so fun topics that she loves, but we might not love as much. So it's going to be awesome. So thank you for coming on. I want you to tell us a little bit about who you are and kind of your career and like what you do and all that. Yeah. Well, I uh, spent the first seven years of my professional career working behind a desk as an in-house bookkeeping employee for, you know, more than 30 different clients and investors serving all different types of industries. And it took me a while to realize, but over the years, I had really developed this joy and this passion for working with smaller businesses and helping them understand their financials and get their budgets and processes in place. So at the beginning of 2020, I decided that I wanted to take a risk and start my own virtual bookkeeping business. And I guess that was some pretty serious manifesting because a few months into the year, I found myself out of a job. 2020, right? So I know. So Rocket Books was born a little bit out of necessity, but totally still part of the plan. And here we are a year later, and I've realized that the clients who I love working with the most and the businesses that I'm really drawn to are my fellow boss babes, creative female entrepreneurs who are crushing it at home and in their businesses. So I couldn't be more happy about like being here and really finding my niche and my direction for my business. That's amazing. I think really when you find that niche, everything just kind of aligns and all like the the path just becomes more clear when you're in the right niche. So that's awesome. So we have a ton of questions about bookkeeping, finances, taxes, tax prep. So we're thrilled to have you here um, discussing this topic with us. I have, I've had, I mean, there are a bunch of random questions basically because I've had so many people ask different things. So we're just going to get into all of it right now. So let's start with like, what is bookkeeping? So a lot of people here are new to running a business and they don't know anything about the financial side. What is bookkeeping? Yeah, that's a really good question. There are a ton of things that really fall under the term bookkeeping. Um, But to keep it really simple, Bookkeeping is the process of recording and organizing and managing all of your finances. So what that looks like on a day-to-day basis is looking at all of your business transactions, your income and your expenses, and just making sure that they're being categorized into your accounting system correctly and effectively. Like you want to be a little strategic about how you categorize things for your company. So what tools do you recommend that people use to help them with their bookkeeping? Yeah, well, I know everybody kind of has a different starting point when it comes to tracking their finances. So, you know, whether you're a jot it down in a notebook type of person or a spreadsheet tracker, maybe you use some basic tools like Mint or Quicken already. 
I would really encourage you to maybe step that up a little bit and invest in something a little more robust and professional, like, like QuickBooks. Because um, there's a difference between how you want to track your business finances versus how you want to track your household finances, right? Um, you're really going to want a program that lets you customize your books strategically and thoughtfully tailored to your company. So like I mentioned, I recommend QuickBooks. It's my favorite. I've used it for seven years, both desktop and online version. And I just think it's super affordable, especially if you bill through a bookkeeper, you get wholesale pricing. So there's an advantage there. Um, but it really gives you a lot of options to like sync your bank accounts and your credit card accounts, any merchant accounts that you use like Shopify or PayPal or Amazon um, to automate all of that financial tracking. Because anytime you can automate something and you know, reduce the amount of people touching things manually, the better your finances will be, the cleaner and more correct they'll be. Um, plus you can like download hundreds of different apps to use with QuickBooks. So it's a super versatile program. And if you don't know where to start with tracking your finances, I would just start with QuickBooks and have it done the right way the first time. Amen to that. So I, when I started my business, I totally just would, I, I still, I found the notebook the other day. I had a notebook where I would write down like income and expenses just on a thing. And I would highlight like different ones for different categories. And then yeah. I moved into the Excel and I did the Excel spreadsheet for years. But the problem was at the end of each month, cause I love like spreadsheets, numbers, like anything like that. I love it. My second degree choice was like family finance. I just love this kind of stuff. Yeah. But at the end of the month, things didn't match up. And if I was wrong by one thing, my whole spreadsheet was off and I had to just like, kind of like make up expenses to balance it out. And so three years ago, I switched to QuickBooks and it has been the best thing ever. Like mm -hmm. it's so easy. You don't lose any numbers. It's all there. Yeah. Even if you exclude things, like it's still there. It's not like you're deleting it. It's, uh, it's amazing. So I'm, I'm glad that that's the one you recommend as well, because it just, it really is so awesome. So what kind of like strategies are there with bookkeeping? Well, aside from, you know, helping my clients take full advantage of tax deductions and write-offs at the end of the year, the biggest strategy that I like to help my clients implement in their business is a modified version of profit first bookkeeping method. And I'll explain what that is and why I call this a strategy. It's something that I'm really passionate about. So to start with it, this is a bookkeeping method that's based on a book written by Mike McCallowitz. So if you're feeling like really interested, I would totally encourage like checking out the audiobook or the book. It's really fascinating. It's written like two business owners, not necessarily bookkeepers like me, but to keep it short, his method is allocating predetermined percentages of your revenue and your main business checking account into four other sub accounts. So you'll have an account for taxes to make sure that you're setting aside money for self-employment taxes right away. There's an account for owner's pay. So you get to decide what percentage of your revenue you wanna pay yourself first, essentially. Um, and you have an account for your profit and then you have an account for your operating expenses. Um, so the strategy is to pay yourself first and run your business with the money that's left over rather than running your business, potentially overspending in areas and then 
paying yourself if there's anything left over. Because I, I feel like so many small business owners find themselves in that situation where they're like, I started this company because I wanted to support myself, but I'm, I'm making less money, even though I'm generating revenue, like I'm not making any money. So I think this accounting method is perfect for smaller businesses. It's a great way to take back control over your finances. And like I said, if you're stressed that your company is not compensating you the way that you thought it would, it's a really strategic way to achieve some financial freedom. I love that so much. I've never heard of profit first bookkeeping, but I do something a little, not quite as um, intense, which this inspires me to like really dive in. But this last year I was noticing like when I would have like my taxes, I knew how much I owed, but I, if I had it in my other account, it seemed like, Oh, I have a lot of money. And so I, I went to my bank one day and I was like, can you just open me like this account? It's just like, I don't have to have a balance. Like it's just a, 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 like a sub account so that I can transfer my taxes. And so now I have every month, a certain amount that automatically goes into that, like at the first of the month. So, and so it's cool because you can do this with all those four different things. And that's just a great way to separate it because I think we look at our bank accounts when it's all one and be like, we have so much money. And then we forget, like we have to pay thousands of dollars at taxes in two months and right. if when you're paying quarterly all this money like you have to keep track like and same with at the end of the year like if at the end of the year I don't have a tax fund then I'm stressed like oh shoot I I need to cut like pull this out of what I would have paid myself but when you do right. it like that it makes it so much better so I love that so much I meant I wrote that down that book name down so we can leave it in the show notes for people to check out so that Perfect. is awesome yeah so um my next question is, do you have to do anything at the end of the year, like to kind of prep for taxes or have you, because you do it throughout the year, you don't have to do as much? Yeah, that's a really good question. And I just want to emphasize first that I, I personally don't file taxes. Most bookkeepers don't. That's something that your accountant mm-hmm. or your CPA will help you with. But yeah, as a bookkeeper, there are tons of things that I do to help my business owners prepare for taxes. And most of them are on a monthly basis. We address a lot of issues relating tax concerns during transaction categorization or, you know, reviewing financial reports and monthly reconciliations. So we we touch on most of those things on a monthly basis, but also at the end of the year, we totally help out with amortizing loans and interest. We'll help you depreciate your assets, enter adjusting journal entries, And we also really, we work really closely with your EA or your CPA or accountant or whoever you've hired so that we can really make the necessary revisions together so that you don't have to stress at all. Like we'll, we'll deal with everything. You don't even have to stress. That's so helpful because I think I do a good, I can do a good job tracking, but when it comes to all that stuff, I'm just like, Oh, what am I supposed to be doing? And like having a professional just to be doing it for you and just like, Hey, this is what we did. Yeah, is a relief. Yeah, that's you're really selling me on your services, and I love bookkeeping, so I'm I'm pretty stoked right now. This this was for me. Um, do you recommend that businesses use a budget like each month? I guess that's kind of what you were talking about with the profit first. Do you have like percentages that you put into those different accounts? Is that how you do it? Yes. So so Mike McCallowitz he talks about it in his book. He gives you set percentages for your business. When I said I do a modified version of that, I don't 100% agree with his percentages. So we kind of 
determine that with each client, like what makes sense for you, setting aside how much for operating expenses, how much do you need to be paying yourself? So we'll kind of work on that on like a one-on-one -on -one basis, but that totally falls into budgeting. I like profit first because it's more like saving your money. It's like moving money aside so you don't see it, so you don't spend it. But yes, mm -hmm. I do recommend businesses starting a big, like a budget as well. And it's honestly my favorite accounting tool because budgets have the power to transform your company. Um, mm -hmm. I know a lot of people, when they hear budget, they kind of go negative and they think, mm -hmm. oh, that's just a way to like restrict my spending. And it is, but it's also this wonderful tool to show you the potential your business has as well. I kind of like to think of a budget like this you know, when you want to be successful with improving your health or losing weight, you wouldn't set goals without having a scale and having a nutrition and exercise plan in place, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. it's the same with your business. If you want to grow and scale or cut back expenses or make a bigger, bigger profit or expand into other avenues, you'll need the same types of tools in place to improve the health of your business. And mm -hmm. that starts with a budget. Plus, I love that. Yeah. And plus budgets are like the best way to take accountability for your spending. If you don't see all of your categorizations, like right in front of you, where you're spending in what category, you'll never really know if there's a problem. Like yeah. for me, for example, I was just reviewing my own financials a month ago and I realized that I might have a weakness for the home goods office supplies. <laughs> yes. So, you know, my goal for 2021 was to maybe not buy all the cute planners and sparkly gel pens so that I can actually make a bigger profit. Mm, I love that. I love that too, because I think another thing with budget is a lot of people, um, I've noticed in, in my industry and the people I work with, like, they're like, oh, I can't afford education or I can't afford this class or I can't do this because they don't have a budget in place. But if you're, if you know, every month you're putting money aside into an education fund, money aside into a conference fund, then when a conference comes up, you have this budget you can use and it doesn't feel like you're pulling from your profit or you're pulling from somewhere else. And I yeah. think in a lot of ways, it's way more, a lot of people think it's restrictive, it's limiting, but it's the opposite. It's like giving you the freedom to be like, this is my travel fund. I'm blowing it all right now on this trip that came up because it's in this fund that like I've been planning for. Exactly. So, yeah. Awesome. So what kind of things, like what are the basic things every business should be tracking, like, or like categories that every business should be tracking? Categories that every business should be tracking. Well, one of the big, one of the biggest ones, and I feel like this kind of gets missed sometimes, or maybe some business owners just don't know how to properly record this, but your business interest and bank fees, like if you get a loan for your, mm. for your company and you're not tracking that interest, you could potentially be missing out on thousands of dollars every year when taxes roll around, right? So mm -hmm. you want to really pay attention to things on your balance sheet. So your assets, depreciation of your assets, your liabilities and your interest, pay really close attention to those because those are going to be the big dollar savers for tax mm -hmm. season. Um, other things that you want to be careful about tracking really meticulously are like your business meals. I know that some people don't like keeping receipts and that's totally fine, but keep a really good description about who you ate out with, 
what the purpose of that business meeting was. If you use your car for business, I know some people have to drive to meet clients or if you're a photographer, you drive to sites where you take your pictures, track your mileage, make notes of who you were with, what the business purpose was. Like all of this is going to help you so much at the end of the year. Um, and then your office supplies. This is, this is a category that gets a little out of hand. Overspending can happen a little bit make sure to keep your office supplies account super, super clean. Make a separate account for dues and subscriptions. Don't just like make office expenses. You're like throw all, you know, account mm -hmm. where everything ends up. So, you know, try to be as detailed as possible and really try to categorize those things as detailed as possible. That's awesome. So uh, one thing to plug QuickBooks again is with your, if you have your QuickBooks on your phone, you can turn on your tracking and everywhere you go, it tracks where you're going. And then you can just go check which ones were business and which ones are personal. And another thing is you can upload your receipts to your QuickBooks and then you don't have to hold onto them. You can just upload yeah. them and then throw them away and you don't have to worry about it. And so that's why it's so nice to have an accounting tool like that because it just, you know, I have folders and folders of receipts that maybe I'll never use, but I need to have. Yeah, but you know, if I don't, if I just use the app, it makes it so much easier to track and, and way less storage of random receipts and all yes. that. Yes, preach. Yes. Yes. Okay. So now I want you to tell us about what kind of services you offer for businesses and why you recommend that businesses outsource these kinds of things. Yeah. Well, I offer a few different types of services, but the most common is full service bookkeeping. And that just means that I'll come in and either start by creating a completely custom QuickBooks account for you, or I'll start by reviewing your existing books and trying to see like what things need to be fixed or cleaned up. Um, and then on a monthly basis, I'll review all of your business transactions, categorize everything, I'll match payments and deposits from merchant accounts, manage all of your accounts receivable and accounts payable, and I can even process your payroll if you know, that's something that's needed. And then the beginning of each month is when I'll try and collect, you know, your bank and credit card statements for the prior month and reconcile everything for you. And I'll do a really quick review of your balance sheet and your income statement and your statement of cash flows. And I'll send over PDFs of all of those financial reports with a list of things that I want to address in our monthly review call to make sure that we're always on the same page and that I always have your goals in mind and how like you're wanting to improve your business. So that monthly call is really important. Um, and I also help out with little add-ons like 1099s and form filing at the end of the year. I do QuickBooks training or catch-up bookkeeping for historical finances. But those are kind of all the basics that fall under like full service bookkeeping. So you're not just paying for data entry. I feel like that's maybe the one thing I want people to take away from like, well, what is a bookkeeper? Why do I need a bookkeeper? You're not just paying for data entry. You're really investing in someone who can turn your data into advice, like somebody who mm -hmm. can translate your financials for you. Cause I know we don't all possess that skill or really like looking through those reports. Mm -hmm. So that's really what you're investing in. And I a hundred percent encourage all business owners to take advantage of outsourcing because it really allows you to be more intentional with the way that you spend your time. Like when you start a business, you're used to wearing all the hats and doing all the jobs. 
and that's totally fine for a while, but your time as a business owner is so much more valuable than the day-to-day -day tasks like bookkeeping. Um, and you really learn to let go and delegate once you can finally trust that there's value that only you can add to your business. So you need to be spending your time doing those things and bringing in that money and growing that business because that's what you can do. And on the flip side of that, you need to trust that others can add the same type of value to your business. You know, I know a lot of people start with hiring a virtual assistant or a bookkeeper or, you know, a marketing content creator, whatever. Outsourcing those jobs is an investment into your business. Mm -hmm. It does come at a cost for sure, but it also frees up your time. So you can spend your time adding your specific value and allowing you time with your family, like more time with your family. So, you know, give up those hats. You do not have to wear them all. When you come in, when you let somebody come in and help you, you're really taking the first steps to transform your business. I love that so much. It goes perfectly. I feel like I, I mentioned how important outsourcing is constantly on this, on this episode, or not on this episode, on this whole podcast. Yeah. Um, and I think you just like said it absolutely perfectly. Um, and here I am sitting here. I don't outsource my bookkeeping, but right after this call, we're going to be talking about that <laughs> because Ooh. it's something that, you know, I'm like, Oh, it's easy, but, but, but there's so many things I'm missing because I'm trying to do it from my limited knowledge. And by outsourcing it, I'm able to hire someone who can do a, such a better job, help my business kind of like grow and be better. And that's so valuable in it of itself is having like a partner in this to because no, right now I'm the only person that knows the finances in my business and my accountant wow. Wow. and yeah. you know nobody else knows and so to have like some accountability and someone who keeps me like in you know not going to target the dollar section every month and I mean we're not that close to target I wish I was going every month actually <laughs> but like some sort of accountability and a professional that can help me like with this uh, profit first bookkeeping and with my budget and those kinds of things like that would be so beneficial and for so long I've been doing it because I can do it but someone can yeah. do it better and faster and more detail oriented and um, with more professionalism. And that's the same with anything, you know, even cleaning my house. Like I can do a great job of cleaning my house, but someone else can do that too. Someone else can edit my picture. Someone else, like there are people that have those specific skills. Anyways, it's amazing. I'm, I'm just so stoked about that. So yeah, where yeah. can people find you online after this episode? So people can find me at my website. It's rocketbooks.co com. It is .co. Um, and I have links to all of my social media pages on my website, a link to my blog. So definitely check it out. Awesome. We will leave that in the show notes as well. Thank you so much for joining us today, Katie. That was super beneficial. And I'm just really excited for people to get on track with their finances this year and feel a little bit more confident going forward with, with these things. Yes. Thanks for having me, Kylie. I had so much fun. Thank you for being here on the Kylie Winters Moms podcast. If you have a friend that needs to hear this message, please share. Hang out with us daily at Kylie and Studios on Instagram and use the hashtag Kylie Mentors Moms.